good morning for some of you, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time it may be. Welcome to the community call. We're going to let people trickle in here for a little while and then we'll uh, get started. One thing I want to uh, point out is that the questions that we're kind of going to be covering today are going to be in our community call six thread in the community calls channel. So if you want to hop up there above, you can kind of follow along with the questions and feel free to ask questions there as well. Um, we're definitely going to be calling on some of the community people to chime in and get started with this. So um, if you if you have an opinion on there, please uh, please chime in. This to be an engaging call today. Well, welcome everybody. I see everybody uh, coming in, pouring in for coordinate community call number six. Um, also great to see some familiar names slash PFPs uh, showing up for the call. Um, and today we're we're going to be having a conversation about um, bounties writ large. Uh, and the reason for that is that at Coordinate, we are, you know, obviously our, our project is is good at retroactive, you know, at sort of looking at what have people been working on and how do we accomplish or, or rather allocate. Um, gratitude for things that people have done and and now we're starting also um or have been thinking about like how can we also be proactive so how might we allocate give for tasks that need to be done um aka bounties and so what we were hoping is to hear um from different members of the community and just start thinking about um you know specifically in the context of coordinate how do you know how did how do ideas turn into actual bounties um you know how do we go from someone saying oh this should happen to oh that's a you know that's a scope of work and and it gets posted for someone to do and then also like how does work get confirmed um you know how how do we sort of sign off or in, in a decentralized way how do we agree that something has been done to a sufficient quality so that the the bounty gets completed. Um, and and as we think about, you know, ways to both integrate bounties into Coordinate and also, you know, finding other great projects that are that are solving the same problem and and, and potentially collaborating with them. Um, but really, you know, in the in the DAO tooling space, we haven't seen sort of yet the the perfect way for bounties to happen. So just wanted to have a conversation and, and get some um, points of view from different folks uh, in the community. Um, and so, uh, Reese, is there anything you'd like to like to add as we frame this up? Um, yeah. So I would like to say that, that we, like, this is not a, not a solved problem yet. I haven't talked to anybody who's really like, man, we, we've just been killing it with our bounties so far. Um, so as each DAO is inherently very different, each solution that we kind of bring up here today will probably be a little bit different and, and fit a little bit differently inside of your DAO. So if you hear something that you like, um, don't necessarily run with it and take it straight to the bank and say, oh, sweet, they solved it. They figured out how to do it. Um, the tool, we're not there yet, but but hopefully Coordinate will get us all a little bit closer. Um, I sent I sent some of you guys some the prompts ahead of time and also the prompts are in the community calls six thread uh, up in the community call channels. So if you want to follow along with those questions kind of as we walk through those, um, feel free to 
feel free to read those and to um, check out what's going on and, and ask questions there if you don't want to unmute and ask them verbally. Yep, but after that, go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. Yes, so I, I wanted to invite, um, I mean, I know a few of you, especially looking at, at some of the bankless folks that are here, um, but I, I know that some people have also been thinking and working on this issue. And so maybe, um, you know, you could share a little bit about, um, you know, specifically what, how you've been thinking about bounties and how you've been addressing some of these issues, especially around, you know, how, how does a bounty move from someone saying, hey, I think this should happen to actually being agreed on that it, it, it gets um, posted. And then, and then how do you sort of go about the, the, the QC, the quality control and signing off on it? Um, oops, I'm going to volunteer you. Um, how does, how does it work in, in Zapper? Like, how do you push a bounty out there? Like, how does it come from your head to a bounty? Um, at the moment, I don't really have any functional bounties, but truthfully, what I would probably do is like, I would post what it is I'm looking for. And then in my particular case, I would specify how much I'm giving away. Um, coins wise, I would, and I would say like, this is the total, but then I also offer like a fat bonus if people work together instead and collaborate on it. Um, so really that's like probably the only nugget worth taking from what I'm, what I'm saying right now is that like, after I post what I'm looking for and how much I'm willing to pay for it, I also like make sure to include that there's a fat bonus if it's done like as a community and not by an individual. Ooh, I like that collaboration bonus. Um, Red Van, how do you guys do it in Bankless? Yeah, so my, my definition of a bounty is a one-off task um, that uh, an individual or a project needs to um, needs to get done uh, within a certain time frame, right? Um, initially, that really anybody could propose a bounty. You assign, uh, you know, a certain amount of bank tokens to the completion of that bounty, and and you know you'd you'd post it, you know, in like a forum or something. Like I think we had a channel at first. Um, so it really just comes down to like what the needs of a project or an individual are, and assign, um, you know, just posting that bounty out there to. The wider community and let them take it and that's that, that's how we use bounties at least right um for bigger longer term projects we, we we call those projects right and those get funded in, in different manners but one-off bounties really anybody can propose them uh when they see a need for it so a, a couple follow-up questions there revan is um how is is it is it sort of the you know leadership or or um you know, core team that decides the price of the bounty. Um, how does that amount get get determined? Yeah, um, that's there's there's no like you know uh, carte blanche answer right across mm -hmm. the board for everybody. Um, it really depends on whoever comes up with the bounty um, because uh, let's say Silverstar pops into the Bankless DAO server. Let's say he buys a thousand bank, right? He can. He can put a two hundred dollar or a two hundred bank bounty out there, 
uh, for maybe like a, a small Q and A on like, you know, the front page of his homepage or something. Um, so it could really be anybody that um, can assign a bounty or come up with a bounty and decide what, what that value for that bounty is. So it's really, it is community driven as far as like, if I want to see something happen, I can go put up bank to do it. And then, yeah. I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just agreeing with you. Go ahead. Yeah, and then and then as a follow-up, like, does do you guys run into any issues with like noise um in terms of of just like a whole bunch of bounties getting up and not not necessarily being claimed or people don't understand what they are? Um like does that ever does that become an issue of, of just like difficulty tracking them? I think initially that was an issue. Um just because we were kind of just throwing them into the channels. Um, it would really, the onus would be on the person who came up with that bounty to really follow up with the person or, you know, follow up and repost it or something like that um, to try to get more and more, uh, you know, visibility around it. So there was, uh, it, it really did come down onto that that one person there to kind of follow through with that that bounty. So yeah, there, there was a bit of noise. And I, I think there's still like, you know, some bounties out there that haven't been claimed, right? Um, now are those relevant to today? I'm not sure. Um, I imagine that it, you know, the more important ones, like you'd probably see a lot more follow through with them. Right. Right. And so maybe the, eventually there'll be some sort of like even expert or something that you can kind of put on them. Yeah. Um, well, we actually have like a new solution, um, that got spun up, like I think season zero. So we have this, uh, thing called the bounty board. Um, so now it's a bot, uh, with a pretty cool front end. You go in, you do a slash bounty you can create a new bounty it asks you uh when you need bounty by how long you want to leave it up for uh what the price is what the parameters of like uh finished deliverable look like um and we're we're in the process of getting more and more individuals onto that so that we have like uh it, it's really about awareness right because you have to make sure that people are aware of how to use it because we have multiple projects going on at the same time so all of those projects have to be able to feed into that kind of single repository. Um, and then number two, people have to know that that's where to look for bounty, right? Um, and I, I think we're kind of like still in the first iteration of really getting a lot of onboarding into it. Um, but it should be pretty cool. I actually put up bounty up yesterday. Um, and, and then so one, once people find it, like assuming all that gets real, like uh, ironed out, is it the person who posted the bounty is sort of responsible for like signing off, I guess, for lack of a better word, of determining like, okay, this this was done to the appropriate quality or spec or whatever and, and authorized payment? Like, is that all sort of yeah. the person who originated the bounty is kind of basically the de facto project manager of it as well? Correct. Um, so I, I would say, and like, like I mentioned, right, like, Bounties are one-offs, right? So this might be a, a portion of a task or a singular task that needs to get done for a bigger project where resources are, are limited um, or like talent is limited, right? Uh, but they have funds. So maybe like one person on that project is responsible for posting that bounty, but when they have like uh, some sort of product or some sort of finished bounty, they may bring it back to the team and be like, hey, is this what we wanted? Um, or do we, what kind of, or what direction do we need to give this individual to uh, get this to where we need to be. 
that's super helpful. And as as we're thinking about um, as we're thinking about this for coordinate going forward, like is there is there one thing from your learning or sort of like a, a key takeaway you think we should we should keep in mind um, as as we develop kind of you know however we're going to to create this for our product? Uh, I think just like constant visibility um, is like super important, right? Maybe. Uh, like I was before we came up with this like bounty board kind of bot. Uh, I think what what had initially come to me is just like put in people's faces, right? Like uh, just have a channel where like there's a a bot that kind of just messages the open bounties every you know every day or every every couple of days, something like that, so that people are aware of that and lead new contributors there. Be like, hey, like check out the bounty board, see if there's something that you you might be able to tackle over there. Uh, and if if you don't mind, I'll. I'll put a link to the bounty board that we have um, just so you can, guys can kind of see the front end there. I totally, totally welcome it. Um, sure. One of the key strategic questions that, that we're working on at Coordinate right now is, you know, how, how do we want to, to collaborate and integrate um, with other folks? You know, we don't want to reinvent the wheel by any stretch. Um, we also think that the mechanism for allocating give could also be potentially really, really useful when looking at, at jobs and bounties. You know, if, if people allocated give to a job that they want to see done, um, and eventually that accumulates enough give where someone says, oh, that, that's something I want to do. Um, but, but we're still not sure, you know, how to design and develop that um, in a way that's complementary to, to things like you're putting up. So having examples, super, super helpful. Absolutely. Cool. Do, Reese, did we have uh, some other folks I know that you that you talked to about potentially sharing their their perspective um, in in their experience with bounties? Yeah. Um, so we've got a lot of people from the Bankless crew who probably have similar uh, experiences. But if you guys have anything else that you'd like to add to what Red Van mentioned, uh, feel free to do that. But while you're uh, thinking there. I was going to call Matt Wright out a little bit and ask him. So you've got a newer a newer thing coming in the WGMI um, realm, and I wanted to kind of pick your brain on what are you guys thinking about because you're really community manager focused. So what are you guys thinking about in terms of of these bounties? So what what kind of uh, thought process are you bringing to the bounty space? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up, everyone? Um, thanks, Reese. Uh, so we kicked off a community for community managers, essentially. Um, there's a huge talent gap for uh, community professionals in Web3. And so we spun up this Discord and this community, and we got about 1,000 members in there in like a month. Uh, it's been quite uh, quite organic. And, you know, we've got a lot of new folks in the community that we're trying to onboard as contributors. Um, background on myself, I've been orchestrating developer communities for probably a decade. Um, organized hackathons uh, for a previous company uh, called Angel Hack, and then worked at JP Morgan on their um, private Ethereum client called Quorum. And so we opened up bounties at various events. Uh, we even played around with Gitcoin and things like this. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll be completely frank. Like I'm quite new with, you know, this token, um, uh, token gated and token um, uh, 
like just direct a contributor system. And so right now the thought process that we're trying to think through is, is exactly what Bankless is doing. Um, so I was, I was really stoked to see that dashboard. It's pretty slick. Um, but you know, like the divide between like non-technical and technical bounties, um, the onboarding process of a web two dev to pick up, to pick up these issues. Um, and even, you know, just a web two native, uh, person who's exploring discord for the first time. Um, we want to find a way that makes it really easy for someone to, you know, see that there's an issue in the community, know that they have the skills to, to execute on it. Um, you know, they see that there's a, a price tag attached to it in a native crypto. That's, that's, um, you know, something they're, uh, somewhat, you know, educated on and, you know, there's a clear process for how they can go and execute on that task and, and prove that they did it. Um, so, you know, point being like, we're still trying to figure out, um, how we're going to go about this, but I, I'm, I'm thinking probably more manual than automated in the beginning. And I'm working with oops here and, uh, with some really cool, um, you know, contributors in our community that, uh, trying to think through this problem. But, um, yeah, I think, I think a huge issue for the space will be, how do we make it super easy, even for developers who've, you know, been contributing to, you know, get repos forever. Uh, but now understand that there's, you know, a way that they can get, uh, they can essentially get paid, you know, through the protocol as well. Um, and it's not just, you know, contributing free code, um, or at least, um, open source code for, uh, street cred. You can now actually get paid and, and we're trying to explore how we can do that more efficiently. At WGMI, we've also kind of been talking about like our bounty boards being more gated in that like you'd need nominations or PO apps or some kind of skill testing prior um, to reduce on quality control efforts and for other reasons. But I think that was also something we've been talking about is using like PO apps and other tooling to like educate people and then using that as then recognition they've been educated so they can then participate in the bounties. Yeah, that's something we've been thinking about as well, because Coordinate already has the, the vouching functionality. Um, so, you know, as as a sort of a, another light touch gatekeeping is could we leverage the, the vouching functionality for folks to get into a circle that then has access to all of these different bounties? Um, could be kind of low, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a high barrier, but just enough so that it's not anyone wandering in off the street, um, but but at least knows someone in the community or has some way in. Um, yeah, trying to think that was our balance. thought too. Yeah, that was our thought too. And I'm, I'm curious, like why, um, I don't know, naturally it seems to me that that makes sense. It's like you want people to um, pick up the bounties and receive these bounties that have skin in the game um, that you've maybe vetted, but like, um, like, does it need to be that way? I don't know, I'm just, I'm just curious if we're doing the right thing. Yeah, I, the way we've been thinking about it is I, I sort of think about it like a house party. It's kind of like, you know, everyone's welcome, but but you have to know someone. You know, you can't just be wandering by and see a party and it's like, sure, come on in. Um, you know, it, at least like going through the effort to have met, made contact with someone so that at least they know that, you know, that that you're not a bot and that you're not just like a, you know, when token, when POAP, like showing up, trying to get an airdrop mm -hmm. or something. It's like, y there's at least some 
small layer of vetting where they reached out to you and be like, hey, I want to help. I'm a person. Um, and then get vouched in. Uh, I, I think that, or at least our current best thinking is that sort of friction is worth the is worth having a little bit of friction at the door. Um, because the odds that someone's going to totally turn up cold turkey and be able to and then just pick up a bounty and contribute is 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 lower um, than the odds of just you know getting getting flooded with people trying to grab and and do work. So um, that's our current best thinking is that vouching is is at least a good first step. I was going to say it also it also like if the bounty was so well uh, described that somebody from the cold could come in and just pick it up and do it like. It doesn't seem like that bounty was very far from being completed just without anybody without anybody doing it anyways. And I think having them touch base with the with the team and say, Is this right? Um, that that does help. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, like they are joining the community to execute the bounty. Like I was looking at this bankless board and it seems like if I were to like I can publicly see the bounty, but I think for me to go execute on it I have to hold um you know uh the bankless tokens um take on do it I, I could be wrong but uh looks a bit permissioned um and so like yeah and all like you end up dragging people into the community anyways and, and for the the bankless uh the bankless bounty board like it it's sort of like a just a full community classified in a way too right if somebody like puts up there i don't know if i'm reading it wrong but like if somebody puts up you know like put a dow shirt on my eight on, on my on my board ape um that maybe is not necessarily like something that you're doing for the bankless community it's just something that i want that i'm that i'm asking the community to do yeah that, that, was, like, that was mine and yes exactly it, it could be for anything right it doesn't have to be something uh particular to me um, but I think you guys are right that it is um, a tad permission at the moment where you do have to actually be in the server. Um, I didn't make this, uh, but I know that you guys talked to Ice Cooled as well about some coordinate stuff, and he's uh, one of the the lead creators of this, so he would actually be able to answer a lot more of those questions. So, hey, hey, this is uh, Brian from Bankless uh, Now. Uh, I'm one of the devs who created uh, the bounty commands, the bounty logic, all of that. So maybe I can chime in on answering some of them. It is, it is permissioned. Um, we did that uh, so that it wouldn't be spammed, right? Have uh, like a bot, a spam bot, or anyone who's malicious who would want to come in and just have a bunch of one bounties get posted. Now, uh, the Bankless DAO is interesting, right? Because there's different tiers, there's different levels of like community engagement. Uh, so right now, the bounty uh, board is restricted uh, to level one and above members on creating bounties. But any anyone, any guest can come in and claim and begin working on a bounty. Um, and then, you know, uh, it's up to the the, the one who created the bounty to check in uh, on them to see how their progress is going. Um, and it is, it is kind of based on an honor system. You know, you would w expect uh, certain things depending on the bounty. Uh, but if there's any issues at all, um, there is, there is a, a flow 
where you can try and resolve uh, that. Um, it sounds like it sounds like there's even there's some uh, design space. I'm going to say to have the ones that are open, like anybody can come in and fill, and ones that are kind of more permissioned, where they're they're either token gated or they are um, trust trust gated, where anybody could do the so the open ones and and a your interior community could do some other ones and i don't think that those things are mutually exclusive like i think there could be some opportunity to to post uh both types of bounties um and and get those filled but it'd just be a matter of the creator determining who they want to be able to f finish those Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not, we don't restrict uh, all of Bangladesh down to only use a bounty board. There is the option of, you know, through vouching, create a bounty. And if both parties agree, then awesome. Um, it, it's open in, in that way. Last question on that is, is for like, for, for, um, and maybe, I mean, Red Van kind of spoke to this. I think it was Red Van about like bounties are really a specific kind of one off thing but for more core tasks for the protocol um you know for for other items maybe they don't show up on the bounty board so if the bankless dao for example wants you know a new logo or branding initiative or something like that that would be more of like a a, a governance proposal and go through i guess like a, a bigger process or bigger channel and the bounty board as it is right now is really for sort of smaller one-off individual type stuff is that accurate Yes, yes, absolutely. One of the requirements for creating a bounty is knowing what the reward is. And generally, it should be small. It should be something that is like a task, like exactly what uh, Red Band said. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something, again, as we think about, you know, it, it, we're using the word bounty, but really writ large for coordinate, what we're thinking about is how can we, how can we have proactive allocations as well as retroactive allocations? Um, you know, how can I give for things that I want people to do, not just say thanks for the things that they already did. Um, so really appreciate people bringing some perspectives here and also just really want to emphasize that if this is something that, um, you know, captures your interest and that you want to uh, help us think through more, uh, help us work on, or potentially, you know, find ways to collaborate um, you know, I, I know obviously we're not the only ones thinking about this and trying to solve it. And uh, since, you know, our, our collective mission is sort of to to really make sure DAOs work um, so that we can continue onboarding people onto them and, and uh, you know, kind of prove out the theory that this is a better way for people to organize, um, encourage you to come, you know, come, come to the Discord, um, put your hand up, let us know if there's, you know, we're actively thinking about this and working on this. And so really welcome any collaboration from this community as we can think about how could we uh, both, like I said, integrate this into our product and then also find, you know, ways to collaborate and not reinvent the wheel um, to work with y'all and what you're doing. Cool. Hey guys, we're a little bit over time. Um, so thank you very much for, for joining us and for um, pitching in and, and sharing ideas here. This is really cool, really valuable. 
Um, there will be a Poe app, and it is a, a Christmas Poe app. Um, Merry Christmas. Um, there, the DGen bot is still in jail. Um, so if you can go and complain to Discord to tell them to let DGen out of jail so that he can automatically DM you those messages, um, please do that. Um, but in the meantime, I'm going to create a new channel that's just going to be a, a claim channel for um, you guys to go and, and claim the Poe app. I'll put the instructions in the channel once I once I make it. Um, but that will be open for 24 hours for you to go and claim um, your Poe app from DGen. Um, but yeah, so Zach, you got anything else? No, just thanks. Uh, special special thanks to the folks that that piped up and shared. Um, we do these community calls every couple of weeks, and and you know, really want to emphasize that they're um, you know they're they're for y'all. Um, we we really want to to answer specific questions that y'all have. Um, so if there are subjects that that you're keen to dive into uh, with the community, you know certainly welcome that. Um, and also just a reminder that, that, you know, as we're, we're spinning up this DAO, there are, there are lots of ways to get involved. So don't hesitate to, um, jump into the discord, um, say hi, come by the general, see what's happening. If you've got some timer skills that you want to put toward what we're doing, um, we'd, we'd love to talk to you. Yep. Cool. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Thanks for your time, everybody. If you made it this far, thank you for listening to the call. Um, sorry, you couldn't make the whole thing. What we have next is a little bit of stuff from Oops and Zach and myself uh, regarding spammers and Discord and just kind of a, a little bit of a vent. It's not super relevant to coordinate, but I didn't want you to miss out on the fun conversation. So uh, without further ado, here is Oops and uh, me and Zach going over uh, just a little bit of a Discord venting. Um, may or may not be relevant, but if you want to listen to it, feel free. Spent the morning with some friends banning scammers, you know, the usual. Nice. Did you have to sick the myrmidons on them? Yeah, we did. There was a huge impersonation wave that came into Zapper, but it's okay. I mean, we got it sorted out. We've got some new tricks. We have a new moderation bot that I'll be sharing with you shortly. Um, the myrmidons have this tool now where basically if we ban someone from one server, it will ban them from all of the affiliated like zapper watched or mermin and watched servers Perfect. so that's what the that's what our anti-scam bot does as well that's i think that that's uh there's some synergies there probably that we could yeah we could have i've used the anti-scam bot but without being in control of it myself i couldn't keep using it because it went rogue on me and started banning like <laughs> actual people um it actually banned one of zapper's co-founders <laughs> At that point, it was like, oh boy, all right, we got to stop using this. So we started working on our own. Um, and it's got like protected roles and stuff. And it'll watch and see if you copy the usernames of anyone in a protected role and like things like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So you've got the firewall on the Zapper server, right? Yeah, but somehow they got, I don't know how, but somehow they got through it. So I, I have to look into that. What I think happened was that they actually 
individually joined with like these accounts and then used self bots afterwards when they like they waited and then they used self bots after to like all change their avatars and usernames and send mass DMs like hours, maybe even days later after the join. Bummer. <clears throat> know, okay. So that, that, that's going to be a tough one to detect. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Someday well, I'd like to, I think someone should do a podcast like interview with a bot maker and find out like who, who are these people that are like, yeah, it'd be like one of those vice. This, like, yeah, exactly. It's just like, if you're talented enough to make these things, why, why are you wasting your time? Um, well, I totally get why they're doing it. Um, I mean, discord is a scammer's paradise. Like the level of incompetence you have, you must have to work at discord and not solve this problem. I can't understand it personally. Like, especially with how well-funded they are. They're really a pathetic company. So that's that. Like, this is on Discord to solve, not not us. And as long as Discord's going to allow people to get scammed so easily, people are going to keep scamming. Like, why wouldn't they? You can make a year's salary off one idiot in the private key. That's a bummer. The brutal dose of reality. <laughs> yeah. The brutal dose of reality is that I could ban, like, a thousand people a day, every day, for 365 days. And all the scammer has to do is be right once. Yeah. So, like, we'll we'll always lose that battle. There will always be scammers, and we'll always lose that battle as long as Discord doesn't solve the problem on their end. And they, it's been years of literally years of this, like the same pump groups, the same scams, the same giveaway texts. Like, they've done nothing about it. So, we as a community need to just keep screaming at them and make sure they know that, like, this is not okay. Well, I see on Twitter every once in a while, someone's like, we're building the Discord of Web3. I'm like, great. I'm so glad somebody is. We're we're ready. Yeah, I'm so excited for for Discord to lose out. They don't deserve it anymore. Like, they don't deserve us being here. (laughs) We just don't have a better alternative, so here we are. No, it's true. I agree. Like, there is no better alternative that I know of, but there has to be one soon because Discord sucks. The the platform is fine. Discord, the company, sucks. They're just an incompetent group of people. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll 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 hope and not hope that they're that they're eavesdropping. No, help me by just like help me by just continuing to amplify when we yell at them. Like, if there's one thing that a Web two company can't stand, it's being made look bad publicly online. So just keep making sure that they know that they suck. And they will fix it eventually. They'll have to. All right, we will. We will amplify any drum beats that we see. This yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome. All right.